or Harry Bun. No way. No way. Stop. Stop the segment. There was a player last year named Harry Bun. There's a player on their roster named Harry Bun. Come on, man. There's no way. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Ryan Chesco. Gentlemen. Welcome back. We are back. Back from the beach, baby. Hey, you know, we had to take a couple weeks off. It's required. FIFA rules require it. We had to take some time off in the summer. Oh, yeah. The dead of summer. Oh, yeah. Did anyone get signed while we were away? I don't think so. A few things happened. Maybe like two guys. Yeah. We're not going to cover that today, though. Um, fixtures were released. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was big. We know who's playing who. A lot we of know when stuff. it starts. We know when the season starts. It's just it's one month from tomorrow. And that's important you brought that up, Brian, because oh, good. Uh, everyone needs to know that we are recording this as of July 11th. Technically, one month from right now. Well, 30 days. Yeah. August 11th. Count the days, man. That's true. And it starts on the Friday, right? Arsenal Leicester. That's it. That's right. You are right. I stand correct oh, I was trying to tell you I know <laughs> when Arsenal's first game is Scott of course you do I would not expect anything less sure as uh, an Arsenal fan you should know that but we are here to continue our summer series if you missed us while we were away we understand we no, missed us too well we missed us no one else did no, let's that's be honest. probably true but we gave you a, a full recap with lots of fantasy tips peeking ahead into this coming season over our last four shows when the season ended uh, back in uh, late May and early June. Now as we are here in the middle of July and looking ahead to the next month to come before the season starts, we are going to give you everything you need to know before the 17-18 season kicks off. And it's going to start tonight with the start of just a mini-series that we're going to give you on each promoted club new to the Premier League. Now listen. You can already tell, if you haven't listened to us before, we are Americans. Yep. We get it. Unfortunately, we are Americans. We did not grow up with you this mean sport. fortunate. I know. I'm just trying to be, you know, non... Don't be self-deprecating non- for other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Proud to be an American, Brian. America. What were you saying? I don't even know. <laughs> we did not grow up with this sport. We have no. inherited this sport as adults, but we feel like we can still offer you plenty. We love this sport. We absolutely it, do. it has become our favorite sport it's out of all our American sports. Absolutely right. And so we feel like we do know what we're talking about, but sometimes it might show when we don't quite know everything that happened back in the 70s That's and true. the 80s and right. even going further back than that. But we're going to give it our best shot anyway. Absolutely. And anyone who is new to this sport as well, coming into the season, maybe last year was the first year you started to pay attention. You're still figuring out what this promotion relegation thing is all about. Well, there are going to be three new clubs in the Premier League this coming year. They played in the second level of English football last year. They were the three best, and they are going to be moving up, replacing the three worst from the Premier League last year. And we're going to talk about each one in their own episode, starting today with one of the three clubs, Huddersfield Town. Yeah. I think my favorite part about the fact that Huddersfield Town is in the Premier League this coming year is the fact that it's our only town. Yep. It's the one and only town in the Premier League. <laughs> Tons <laughs> of cities. Yep. <laughs> one town. Few Albions. <laughs> yep. But now a town. It's good. We need a good town. Seriously, in the though, how dumb is it that there's more Albions than towns? 
<laughs> and if someone could tell me what an Albion is. It's a bird. I did a blog post on this, Dave. Come on, man. It's on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. Just because you did it doesn't, you know me, doesn't I mean Albion I read it. was just another name for England. <laughs> That's actually partially true, too. Okay. Come on, is that true? <laughs> is that true? Is. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dave. Where have you been, man? What in the We've weird? been doing our research yeah. here. Listen. What did you do it during is your known, summer off? It is a known fact that most of the things you two discuss, I'm not paying attention to. Why do you to. hate England? I love England. My last okay. name is Smith. I, uh, there is English blood in me somewhere. <laughs> you can trace, you can trace you should, my DNA back, Brian. Maybe you should be about it and stop talking about oh, it. Fair enough. So let's bring this back to Huddersfield Town, sure. yeah. shall we? We need to learn a little bit about this club because they are going to be in the Premier League. They are one of 20 clubs, and their players are just as eligible for fantasy soccer, fantasy English football, as any of the other clubs. Yep. And if last season was any indication, we're going to talk about the promoted clubs this coming year. Last year's three promoted clubs were Hull, Hull City, yeah. Middlesbrough, and Burnley. And all three of those clubs, at one point or another, Middlesbrough a little bit less, but had players that were fantasy relevant. Absolutely right. And so, you know this, for the most part, maybe with the exception of Newcastle, and we'll get to them in a later pod, uh-huh. the players are going to be fairly inexpensive. I would imagine across the board. Across the board. So, if you can find a little hidden gem, Brian, a fifth defender because you and i have lost our token fifth defender i know last year thanks swansea for selling jordy amott um or, lo- or loaning him we'll, or something we'll it, miss you jordy we will but bottom line you were is, here jordy i'm looking for a new amott i'm looking for a new amott i'm looking for a, f- a new fifth token defender who can okay. who can who plays but and you might you might you might be able to find one listen if you went with some of Burnley's players last year, absolutely, their defenders were great, especially in home games. If you mm-hmm. recall, three of their forwards were in the top twenty in the fantasy. Exactly, points. exactly. And Tom Heaton, as and we Tom Heaton was fantastic. Right. So, keeper how of the do year. we know? How do we know that Huddersfield Town? And I don't even know who they're. How do we know that that Joe Coleman? Isn't going to be the the Tom Heaton for this year. <laughs> I think we can safely say that's not going to happen. But Wait, that's a fair question. How do you know mm-hmm. that Kirkley Stadium isn't going to be the new turf lore? Sure that's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> and you don't. You get unproved. Are you just saying it? <laughs> Did you just say a name and then stadium? <laughs> just to be just to, for anyone who doesn't live where we live, he just named a local hotel chain. <laughs> And added the word stadium on no, the end of it. No, this is fact. You mean This John, is fact. You they mean play, John Smith's stadium. No, no, they play in, they, they're the Terriers. They play in Kirkley's stadium. It's not spelled the same as the hotel, but it's the, it's the same play. It's the same place. I'm with Brian on this one. I'm sorry. Bottom line is. Dave, hey, you're, you're American. We know, what you're, we know what you're getting at, Dave. Yes. The question you're asking is. Thank you. If you can get one of the one of the. Cheapo guys from one of these promoted teams today. When we talk about Huddersfield Town, you could be a big difference maker in your mini league, and who knows, you might even climb your way into the top of the fantasy Premier League hey, or other league charts. Two years ago, Matt Ritchie, yeah, like we all played Matt Ritchie, right? And so, and yeah. for, with Bar- with Bournemouth, Burnmouth, Bernie Mouth, and they had just gotten <laughs> promoted. So that's what I'm saying. There might be. 
a player that we'll get to in a little bit, he might be a player that will have some fantasy relevance. It's yeah. going to be cheap. You can have him on your team. So, anyways, so we'll, we'll we'll get to that. All right, let's let's jump into this a little bit. They are known as the Terriers, as we've already mentioned. And if you think about that name, the Terriers. Oh yeah. Then That's obviously not... the word that comes to mind involves a dog. a dog, right? Yeah, a certain kind of dog, a dog with a certain kind of identity. Are you officially giving us the the history? No, club history? no, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. Um, but if you think about a terrier and what what that dog does, it's sort of the identity that this club has taken on as well under their current head coach, David Bogner. Hey, they should not have made it. They were the fifth place team in the championship, and they won the playoff. Right? They right. beat Reading in the playoff in Wembley to win the most what, – what do they like to deem that like game? The most lucrative, the most game, lucrative in, game in yeah, sports something or something? Like yeah, because they get the Premier League money right. once they win it. Right. And they, they treat it like a like a championship game, like an FA Cup championship game. Now, you alluded to the fact that uh, every once in a while on our, on our podcast, we like to uh, give uh, what we call an incomplete unofficial club history. And we're going to yeah. do that with, with each promoted club starting in this episode with Huddersfield Town. But before we do that, we're going to actually dive into another segment that we like to do on a very regular basis. It's one of our favorites. We call it How to Say with Brian J. Oh, man. We try to say a name that we think you might not or might have some incorrect idea of how to say. <laughs> uh, I think I followed that sentence to the end. Go ahead. Well, hold on. But before before you dive into it, okay. I'd like to try to pronounce his name. I want Scott and I to both try to pronounce his name before we officially know how to say it. What? Is that how you want to do this, Brian? I was not hoping for that. <laughs> Why don't you guys give me your best guess after we talk about how to All say right. it? All right. All right. So All be right. honest. I know how I would pronounce it. You know I, how I gotta believe gonna... it's the same. Okay. I gotta believe right. you and I, right. I. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, hit. You know. I, I gotta believe it's the same. Okay. All right. So let's not tease this any longer. This is a name that we're going to probably mention at some point or multiple points throughout the year, and so Brian's going to teach us the right way to say it now. Yep. Key guy in Huddersfield Town. Brian, take it away. Yeah. Are we gonna do music for this? We, that's one of the other key things for this segment. I know. Is music. I am concerned about your request because. Um, this is a new promoted team and a uh, player I've never heard of before, so this is going to be interesting. Is there a good song with the word town in it? Uh, uh, yeah, there's lots of songs with the word town in it, but I'm going f more for nationality here, and I know there's a really obvious choice. Uh, uh, Men at Work have a song that's pretty famous, but I don't want that. <laughs> I'm no? going for the one a, a a band close to my heart. I want NXS. Oh, uh, Dave, okay. for this. And uh, All right. let's do one of my favorite old NXS tunes. is called Don't Change. I want that. Okay. The old, old NXS song. Sure, we'll see what we can do with that. Or if you can't find that, just do Suicide Blonde. Okay. Or just that I was lovely say, piano music that always underlines your uh, segment. Oh, yeah, or just generic <laughs> yeah. uh, garage band <laughs> music. I love nothing better than not giving Brian the music. Yeah, great. As much as I'd like to do this segment on one of the Terrier great names from last season, such as Reagan Booty or Harry Bun. No way. No way. Stop. Stop the segment. There was a player last year named Harry Bun. There's a player on their roster named Harry Bun. Come on, man. There's no way. We will have to save those guys for another day. 
This very, very special Huddersfield town, how to say, is exactly the kind of name we need to have in a segment like this. <laughs> say that because I feel like everyone in all these segments is from France. But oh. not this guy. There's a lot of good French players. I don't care. Yeah, sure. This what? guy <laughs> is Australian. Brian hates Thank you, Jackman and the Lord above. Yeah. Aaron is his first name. <laughs> Aaron is balder than a hairless dingo body surfing on a great white shark around the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Are no you? more bald or cheap Australia items on this menu. I'll I promise. I, I already like this guy. If he, I do if too. He's bald or, yeah. Look, I mean, the fact is, Aaron had a great year for the Terriers uh, this past season with four goals, seven assists, and earned him a place on the English Championships team of the year. Which wow. Uh, the thing that should I feel like is really interesting is it, and what should interest us a little bit more than usual is that he was on loan from Manchester, Manchester City. City. Yeah. yeah. Why did Manchester City sign this guy, Dave? That's great. Because they needed a token Australian. Why on the team? did they sign him? It's because he scored 11 goals and had an Australian league record 21 assists in the 2015-2016 season for Melbourne City. Wow. So wow. that's always going to catch a, a big club's eye. Yeah. Uh, the best part of all, though, his last name just looks like it could be complicated. It's not. Hmm. Your terrier Sakaru midfielder. Hold on. Do I get? Do we get the guess before you officially say it? Who hopefully won't be one and done in the Premier League <laughs> this season is Aaron. I would think Moy. That's I would say the same thing. Moy, that's exactly right. Nice. Right. Really? It's so simple. Isn't that great? Yeah, but it what M O O Y. Yep. It, it it feels like it could be Hey Moi. Mui. Mui. Any it could Australian be listener out there, if there is such a thing, send us a reason why there's two O's. Oh yeah. It's similar. It reminds me a Mui. little bit of the uh, of a name. Uh, I, I know some Americans named. I'm not sure what the origin of it would be, but people with the last name C. It's spelled S E A Y. Yeah. It's yeah. just C. Like like C C I. Right. Could, it could be. But Mu. It could be Mui. Like that cow is really Mui today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be where it, it came from. Well, it listen. You be. never know. Uh, Brian, thank you. Thank you for officially Excellently done. Thanks. And anytime us. you can mention a dingo uh, on oh, yeah, the pod, we absolutely. appreciate it. We need and more, your more reference dingoes. to the, the Great Barrier Reef and the Great White Sharks is fantastic. Hey, you want a good stat about Aaron Moy? Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, this is courtesy of the Premier League. The Premier League themselves tell us Aaron Moy created a chance every 40.2 minutes last season. Wow. For a point of comparison, Gilfie in the Premier League last season, created a chance every 43.2 minutes. What did, I just, what did I just do to you, Brian, as you were saying that sentence? You, you, you browbeat me. <laughs> <laughs> you head tilt shamed me. I, I really did. And I, I apologize if that made you personally No, no, bad. not at all. But I looked at you that way because I hear you, and that is an impressive yeah. number, but, but it, it's a championship number. Right. So my question is, what will that 40, was it 40.2 mm-hmm. minutes? What will that translate to in the Premier League? Well, and just, I mean, I we said how many assists it actually led to in the championship for their team last season. Even it moved, even if it moved up to 60 to 65, I still feel like that's a decent stat. No, I think that's that's very, that's very favorable 
overly favorable to uh, Aaron Moy and Huddersfield Town. Maybe won a match. Maybe. Maybe won a match. I think you're being a hater. I am being a hater. I mean, I'm going to be up front and say Huddersfield Town's going straight back down. There's no question in my mind as we sit here. Town had a minus two goal differential (laughs) coming up. If I were Fulham, I'd be furious. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Because Fulham was like plus 28 or something like that. And they and they are <laughs> not coming up. Now you mentioned that. I right, so hold on, but hold on. What what can we glean from that? Well, what I was going to balance it with is the downside of kind of a crowded, attacking bit of players. So I mean, Aaron Moy is really. I mean, he's very good, and obviously, he's. I mean, he's. I say I hope he's not one and done. I mean, you, you imagine he has a he signed a three year contract with Huddersfield Town, but I think there's still a buyback option from Manchester City. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to think they still are going to, I mean, they're going to have their eye on the guy the rest of the time. Uh, yeah. Newcastle put in, was try, was bidding for him sure. at one point, but they have, they signed Tom Ince mm-hmm. and spent a club record. Who could be a sneaky, interesting option at right. forward. Very sneaky, interesting. Uh, Steve Mounier. Yeah, is that they, how you say it? They signed for a club record yep. fee. And so yep. you have to wonder if there's not going to be other. And there are other guys that were that are in there as well. Just wonder that with a guy that was so influential and so important to the, to the overall success of the team last season that he doesn't maintain a spot. He didn't yeah. get subbed off a lot, and he played almost 4,000 minutes. Nice. So, I mean, he played a ton, and he didn't leave the field much for them. Hopefully that... If he wants to keep playing, he should stay away from Manchester City as best as possible. Yeah. Let me paint you a little picture here. There's a lot of little pieces, Dave, I'm going to give you that are going to fill in this this picture. I just want to uh, make an addendum to something I said earlier. I just threw Joe Coleman's name out as Huddersfield Town's goalkeeper. I was incorrect. It's Danny Ward. So No, it's not. He's got, He's back at Liverpool. All right, whatever, Scott. You know what? <laughs> Cancel the addendum. Cancel the addendum. I know I need an addendum to the addendum. That's right. All right, so let me paint this picture. So their paint head, it. their head coach, their, their right. manager is David Wagner. Yeah. He comes to them, came to them a couple of years ago from Borussia Dortmund's second club. He is a disciple, if you will, of Jurgen Klopp. They had a minus two goal differential, but that terrier identity I told you about kind of describes their style of play. Aggressive, feisty, forward-looking, definitely wanting to outscore you, really, uh, as as much as possible. The majority of their signings have been to the front end of the pitch, which is interesting since that is also what their sort of their Mm -hmm. strength is probably. They did make a defensive signing in uh, Fulham Scott Malone at left back. But this is a this is a, a roster filled with championship players. Their signings are all championship players, and I just fear I fear that they're going to go right back. They're going to get outscored horribly. I well, think that if at best what you're going to see is a Bournemouth. Okay. At worst, they remind me a lot of Middlesbrough. Well, what's to say? Let, let's say that they lose that Swansea loses Gilfy. Okay, I think there's a lot of rumors floating around. Let's say they can't hold on to him. Swansea hasn't signed anyone. I mean, Swansea almost got relegated last year. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that a Huddersfield Town could 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 no. outdo Swansea? No, they're clearly easily the third best promoted club. Newcastle. Newcastle will well, get Swansea's spot. Of course. Spot no, I, I get that. 
There's, yes. But I, I don't see them. I, I see them in 20th position. Yeah, no, Strongly. and that's probably true. Now, I'll, I'll say this. They do have a – if you're going to have a favorable schedule, the Premier League helped them out with a favorable schedule. And what I mean by that is they don't play a top six team until the last week of September. Wow. So, so six matches in, seven matches in. Seven matches in. So they start off at Crystal Palace, home to Newcastle, home to Southampton. So two of their first three games they get at home. They've already – they know Newcastle. They played Newcastle, obviously, last year. Newcastle obviously finished first and is is a better club than them, but you know they get and they get Southampton. Uh, who knows what you'll get with Southampton? But Southampton has a bunch of young good players. I mean, they're probably going to lose these games. But what I'm saying is they don't play. Their first big game is is and I say big just against a bigger club when you figure they probably don't have a chance to win at all is Tottenham, and they play them in the last week of September. So and I also wonder this. You know, they have a lower goal differential if if maybe they they change a little bit of their style and and maybe they don't press as much maybe they play a little bit more defensive um especially in their uh, in their away matches it's a thought i mean you know it's gonna <laughs> just staying up like right i mean that's their goal they don't care 17th is their goal right, if, right. if they can get to 40 points that would be a uh, that would be amazing for them that's exactly right i like your optimism dave yeah, it's 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 noteworthy. I, I will say this though: when I describe them as maybe Middlesbrough at best, I'm not talking about style of play. Middlesbrough no, is not sure. You just I'm thinking I'm looking specifically at their approach to being in the Premier League this coming season. If you remember back before last season started, Middlesbrough did the same thing Huddersfield Town's doing now: signed a bunch of guys, just added a bunch of dudes to their roster, hoping that they would help them stay in the Premier League, and obviously it didn't work. That's what I see Huddersfield Town's strategy uh, being like. So it's not style of play. It's more of their approach to being in the Premier League for the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, Other guys they've signed, you know, they've got a token American now, aside from their manager, by the way. Wagner is American. Really? German-American. Interesting, okay. Uh, Danny Williams was signed. Uh, he uh, He's still playing? He is, and now he's in the Premier like League. Isn't that crazy? Danny Williams feels like... It- he hadn't made an American national team in I don't know how long. I thought he was older than he is, but he's only 28. So but he had been playing for Reading, right. right? He'd been playing for Reading for the last four years, lost to Huddersfield Town. On PKs. On PKs in that, at Wembley. At that lucrative match. And then they're like, all right, we'll take you. Huddersfield Town said, hey, we'll take you. Of course, of course, he he came over. Well, good good for Danny Williams. He took the long way to the Premier League. Maybe Bruce should perk up and um, give him a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's All right. let's see him. Let's first. Let's, 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 let's Scott see. tell us a little bit about Huddersfield Town. Yeah, I'd be happy to, Dave. So Huddersfield Town, they describe themselves as the Yorkshire Club. Hmm. If you look at a map of the UK, they're uh, somewhat north, kind of north central. Uh, to central uh, part of the country. They're uh, tucked in between Manchester and Leeds uh, Mm -hmm. in West Yorkshire. Yeah, sure. So they uh, have given themselves the title of Yorkshire Club. If you look at uh, what their best years were, they were formed in 1908, and unfortunately their best years were the 20s. If they could go back and do the Roaring Twenties all over again, they absolutely would. In fact, maybe they're setting themselves up for another Roaring Twenties in this millennium. Hey, listen, Scott, they in the Twenties, how many titles did they have? They had three titles, Dave. They are the only club in England. There you go. Other than Arsenal, Liverpool, 
Hey, whose segment is this? And Manchester Dave's United. hijacked it. <laughs> 24, 25, and 26, they Isn't were league crazy? champions. That's they crazy. also won the FA Cup in 21. Wow. So the 20s were a great, great decade, and then it all went down from there. Uh, we mentioned that they played at John Smith Stadium. I don't know where Kirkley came from, but John Smith Stadium. <laughs> and uh, and I just want to mention one other thing. Their rivals, uh, mostly because of geography, are Leeds United, of course. I mentioned they're not far from mm-hmm. Leeds. Uh, Bradford City, uh, who is a couple of levels down from them. And sort of, kind of, again, because of geography, maybe Manchester City, you could say. Maybe. They're sort of listed as rivals for Huddersfield Town. Uh, you know, they're going to have to become a lot better to actually be rivals, but that's that's one possibility that's out there. We mentioned that they finished fifth, but because third through sixth place do a playoff at the end of every year in the championship to find out who's going to be in that third and final promoted place, uh, Huddersfield Town got the promotion after defeating Sheffield Wednesday and Reading on PKs in their playoffs. One of the things I like to do when I can is to write a limerick as part of these segments. Oh, yeah. Do you mind if I uh, jump right in and kind of give you my uh, Huddersfield Town Terriers limerick? Would that be all right? I would appreciate hearing a limerick, Dave. I guess I'll tolerate it. Okay. All right, here I go. The whole Terriers thing is a cute little ditty. The fact that they will suck, though, is a pity. (laughs) They yip and they yap, but no one really gives a crap. Uh Oh, Maybe we will once they beat Manchester City. Whoa! Wow! If that happens this season, and at any time, even in our dreams, yes, I'll buy everybody a round of Yorkshire pudding. Nice! I like it. I like it a lot. No, people can't see this. I'm turning the computer screen. All right. So I can show Scott that Kirkley Stadium, 1994 to present. Now, it's also named John Smith's Stadium, but Kirkley's Stadium is mm-hmm. also where they play. So I don't know. Maybe they have dueling dueling, uh, dueling names. Maybe they play in two different places. I don't know. I just want it to be known that I'm not completely crazy. Can I am you, crazy. Can you tell everyone what website you showed us? <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> that, is the, that is the truth of everything. Everyone knows Wikipedia. Everything on Wikipedia is Kirkley true. Kirkley Stadium is known as the John Smith Stadium due to sponsorship. Ah, okay. So All we right. have to All refer right. to it as John Smith. They All paid right. for it to be known as John Smith. John Stadium. Smith. Whoever John Smith is. John Smith, John the, navigator, Smith is, the navigator of the seas. John Smith is every man. The discoverer of the new world, sort of. Pocahontas' husband. You know, colonial Pocahontas, yeah, yeah, John you. Smith. The, yeah. the one and only Pocahontas. His descendants many, decided they Many wanted. historical Pocahontai. <laughs> Wait, Pocahontases. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Touche. All right. They've been there since 1994. So we'd be remiss not to mention two more names uh, in this Huddersfield Town episode. These were the two top scorers, the only two guys to reach double figures and goals in the championship for the club last year. Uh, Elias Kachunga. Kachunga? We'll Kachunga? go with that. It seems right. We won't technically know how to say it unless Brian tells us, but I think that's probably how you pronounce it. German nationality. He reached 12 goals last year. And then Naki Wells uh, reached, uh, just got to double figures. He scored 10 goals for them as well. So there's, they were the top two scorers. You know, we learned last year, and you know, we raved about Andre Gray scoring more than 20 goals for Burnley in the championship, and then last year that translated to a respectable 
a handful of goals. We'll see what these two guys are able to do. But uh, Kachunga and Naki Wells uh, could be your top scorers again moving up. But we've already talked about some of their signings. I have a feeling Tom Ince and Steve Mooney might have something to say about that. I'm avoiding the defense. <laughs> Don't go anywhere the near only the guy, defense. The only guy that you could possibly think of based on pure pure statistics is is Tommy Smith, uh, defender who finished with four goals and ten assists mm. for Huddersfield Town last season. Good stuff. Uh, okay. Respectable. Yeah, that's a lot. The question is, will they give up a lot of goals to offset that and their negative two goal differential in the championship? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine that they – I mean, yeah, they're going to give up a lot of goals. They have to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, so. It's the reason why uh, even the Premier League, when they're talking about Aaron Moy, the hope with him is bonus points. Is because for that for that particular he'll like, always scoring. be like the best player in the pitch for them. What's that? He'll always be the best player in the pitch, so he's always getting the bonus. Yeah, and then he had a ton of tackles, and he's has a really high passing per you know passing accuracy yeah. percentage, yeah. and a lot of those intangible things that lead to bonus points. The potential is there. You hope that you're going to get that, but man, it would be really hard. Uh, like you said, Scott. I mean, if if a team is not going to score a lot and there's just so many things that are so iffy going into the season, I just would really, I'd have a really hard time adding any of these guys yeah. to start the season. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. When I feel like there are better options too in the other two promoted clubs. Wait and see is a really good approach. Yeah. I think the final word on Huddersfield town kind of says everything you need to know about their prospects this season. Their uh, manager, David Wagner, He's been given assurances before the season has started that he will not be fired if the club get relegated. Yeah, I mean, come on, because they know. They know this is their one time, this is their big year, and then they'll go back to the championship because that's where they belong. But good, but good for them. What happened to your optimism from four minutes ago? Uh, listen, I like to think that they could stay up. You know, All right. You're, listen, you're giving them Swansea's spot in the Premier League five I, minutes ago, and now they're now they're back down again after one season. fair. Here's the fact, though, Brian. The last time they were in the Premier League was 1972. That's a long time. And it might be that long again until they make it back. <laughs> Great. Hey, that brings us to the end of the pod, Brian. Yep. It sure um, does. That's all we need to know about Huddersfield Town, at least for now. Good luck, Terriers. <laughs> Good luck. We will see you soon. Hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.